Welcome back to MSW, the 10th of July, 2019. It's a big night for Bafana Bafana as they go into action tonight against Nigeria in the quarterfinals of AFCON 2019. We're going to be chatting to Vilele Mjandu shortly, but the team is in the starting lineup that's going to be taking on the Super Eagles. And I can tell you that Ronwin Williams will start in gold and Sanko Nkise, Sifis Kuklanti, as well as Buchlem Kunazi, Tulani Klachwayo, Dean Furman, Kamuhelo uh, Mkocho, uh, Bongani Zungu, Temenkosi Lodge, Percy Tau, and Lebo Matiba. Is It's exactly the same starting lineup that beat Egypt 1 0. So we got some consistency from our uh, coach, Stuart Baxter. And with that in mind, let's chat now to Vilile Myandu, who joins us all the way from Cairo. He'll be keeping an eye on tonight's game. SABC Sports Journalist, thank you, Vilile, for your time this evening. How are you doing? Um, I'm doing fine. Um, doing very well. Um, how, 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 how are you? I'm, I'm very good this side. We're all excited. We can't wait to get things going tonight. Uh, what is the feeling like on the ground there? I mean, Stuart Baxter has just announced he's starting 11, exactly the same side that defeated Egypt 1-0. Uh, that shows consistency in our lineup and the thought process that we're going to attack Nigeria tonight. Uh, well, what I can tell you uh, from, from from what I see, even the starting lineup uh, of the coaches, that I, I, I saw the team, last uh, saw them training on Monday. Mm-hmm. Uh, because yesterday's training session was more of a closed one. So I could see that uh, he was returning the same team. Uh, so I'm not surprised as that he, he's gone for the same team. Um, but, but also, I mean, you know, there's always that saying that if it ain't broken, why fix it? Yep. You know? Yep. So so maybe uh, for Nigeria, in terms of um, going tactically, in terms of their planning, uh, it's the team that they've been watching. But it's not going to be easy, just like that, because the team, the way that it's, it's set up with um, Zungu, uh, Mokocho, and also Femen Day in the midfield, it, 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 it allows the attackers mm. um, enough time to stick around the box, um, feature more in the danger zone than tracking back a lot, uh, because of that three-man wall you, you've got in the midfield. So, uh, I think most would agree that the coach has done a good decision to retain that team. Uh, there's one game on the go at the moment. It is Benin up against uh, uh, Senegal, and the score remains goalless there. But it's uh, tonight is not about that game. We're always we're going to be concentrating on Bafana Bafana. Uh, there is the optimism now with the team after beating the uh, host nation Egypt. There, there seems to be some kind of optimism here in South Africa, which is a positive sign. Is there that same feeling on the ground with regards to the team that when you see them in training, do they carry that swagger that shows they mean business and hopefully will get into the semifinals? I think any football team uh, coming back from a win will always be motivated going to the next game. And uh, I think with Mafana, um, they are no different uh, to that situation. And also, uh, the team, I think they are over that fear of playing against Nigeria and can we beat Nigeria because in the last five matches Bafana has been beaten against Nigeria and Sanka was the reason uh, that Nigeria couldn't qualify to the 2015 AFCON mm. and Nigeria is coming back for the first time to the AFCON since 2013 and uh, in the qualifiers Bafana's first game Bafana won that game away in Nigeria so and this is the third game tonight between mm. the two coaches 
they, they know each other very well. In fact, um, they've also helped each other a lot <laughs> mm. from from these past qualifiers because Pasta was putting information on Seychelles and also Libya from general uh, draw. So it's, it's it's that type of a situation. It's not your uh, a situation where the, the, two, the two coaches are meeting uh, themselves. In fact, they are, they, are, they are meeting each other for the first time mm. um, in, 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 in a tournament like this. No, these two coaches, technically, uh, I think they they quite know each other. But it, it, it's going to be interesting how, uh, for me, Nigeria responds uh, to the setting lineup because one area with the Nigerians, they've got, look, they've got the big name. They've mm. got your Edioni Gallo, they've got Iwobi, uh, they've got Chukweze, They've got Didi, they've got John Ogu, they've got Nyeguru, they've got Simon, uh, Simon, they also have uh, Ahmed Musa, but you it's how you play as a kid. Mm. Uh, no, that's, that's so true, but we look back at the group stage and Madaga- Madagascar stunned Nigeria in that last game of the uh, group stages. They beat them 2-0, Madagascar taking a famous victory there. But then you look at the uh, last 16 clash against Cameroon and Nigeria. They were up against it. They fought back and beat Cameroon 3-2. They also a team that's getting form at the right time in the tournament. Uh, that could be a danger for Stuart Baxter and the rest of the team. But it also tells you, um, it also tells you that if they can concede four goals in two matches, um, in the last two matches that they've considered, it also tells you of uh, a team that is not stable at the back. Um, yes, they considered two goals. Maybe they, you can say they were playing more like a, their play team uh, because they even rested uh, Akpe uh, mm. in that game against Madagascar. Maybe they underestimated Madagascar. And that cost them a top spot. A top spot... Uh, most probably would have also seen them not even playing against Bafana Bafana today. They would not even have played mm. against uh, Cameroon um, last weekend. The good thing is that you can, you can look on the positive side and say they have a better chance than Cameroon last week. And they, they scored first, but went down 2-1. Then came back from 2-1 down to 2-3-2. To, to but it tells you something, that the fact that they have considered four goals in the last two matches, mm. that this is a beatable team. Mm. Um, with how Bafana Bafana has also retained their starting lineup today and how they are, they are, they are setting up and most likely to go for the high-pressing game that they went for last week against Egypt, mm. they can get something. Mm. Uh, because last time when we played in Uyo, it was more of playing on the transition um, in, in, in that game. Um, when when we them in Uyo, they dominated the game. But if you go back to the goals, especially also the last goal that was got through Pesita out there, Ranches for having scored the first goal. Mm. Um, but they were playing at home. This is a neutral venue today. Yep. And by the look of things, also, we're not going to get a good crowd. Uh, because the turnout, uh, as you can see from the game you're watching, mm. since it, since it got knocked out, the response from the locals was not good. Yeah. So I, I, I'm, I, I'm not saying... Uh, <laughs> uh, I'm underestimating the Super Eagles, but I'm cautiously optimistic for tonight. I, I hope so. Well, the two danger men in that uh, Super Eagles team, as you've uh, touched on the former Watford striker, Odion Igalo, and then obviously Alex Iwobi, who uh, scored uh, the winning goal against uh, Cameroon. Uh, that was a, a great goal from Alex Iwobi. It's his very first AFCON goal that he scored. 
those two men, if they marked out like they marked out uh, Trezeguet and uh, Mohamed Salah in that Egypt game, South Africa gets the, rid of the two of them, we stand a very good chance. And let's hope it's the same tactic they employ again. Yeah, look, they've got uh, good players uh, playing at the highest level. Like you, uh, looking at someone like Iwobi from Arsenal, and you know, uh, Iwobi for me, he still has to give me that good performance. Uh, I know that in the World Cup qualifiers, um, he did have some, some good showing for the Super Eagles, but at the World Cup itself, uh, he didn't really show up uh, for the Super Eagles. And it was good to see him finally uh, getting. Um, his, his first goal at the Afcon uh, last week, and even there, uh, the main man, it had to be the man of the match on the day, and the danger man for me, and especially for our defense. I saw some chances that uh, Trezeguet, he had two good chances, and mm. he shot straight at um, at Ronan Williams last week. If Odion Igano was to get some similar chances tonight. Yeah. I can guarantee you that uh, he would put one of those away. Lily, I'm going to stop you there. We're going to continue the conversation shortly. We just have to go to some ad breaks first, and then we'll come back to discuss our strike force in Bafana Bafana as well. Welcome back to MSW. We're in conversation with Valelia Miandu, SABC journalist who's live in Cairo this evening ahead of the big game. Bafana Bafana up against Nigeria, the quarterfinal stage of the 2019 Africa Cup of Nations. Wherever you may be in the country, we'll be taking your calls on 089-110-3377 or 089-110-2000. You can also give us a shout on our WhatsApp number if you'd like to leave us a voice note on 060-584-2250. Filile, thank you so much for hanging in there. Let's talk about our South African lineup and the one big injection that everybody was hoping for ahead of the Egypt game came true and you also scored... Yeah, the, the all-important goal for us to see us through to this quarterfinal, Timbun Kosi Lorch, uh, he is formidable. He was our uh, PSL player of the season, and he's formed a great partnership up front, obviously with Percy Tao as well as uh, Lebo Matiba. So those three players together again tonight, we're expecting goals, goals, goals. Yeah, look, uh, someone like Lorch who's also suited uh, to Stuart Buffett's game, um, especially playing on the counter, he's got the pace. If you look at some of the players and um, that he's up against uh, for that position uh, from you know, Shishi, from you know, Sinagazi, from uh, you know, Ferrero and also mm. uh, Mabue, uh, he's one player who can give you um, what you're looking for now, especially um, when you also look at his performance from the previous game, the confidence is, is up there. And yes, and the issue maybe would have been uh, mesh fitness. So mm. that game now has also addressed that. Um, so, I mean, you, you you have to go with someone like him. And, and I, I felt that uh, we've delayed ourselves um, by not giving him a run uh, so far in the, in, in, in the tournament. But maybe you would say if, if we had more preparatory meshes as well, mm. uh, this would have enabled the coach um, to to test these combinations because you you cannot be saying you are testing the combinations when you are playing eleven versus eleven at training. You know mm-hmm. you need a quality opposition because we only had Ghana coming coming to this tournament. Um, so if we had had more matches, maybe we would have picked up earlier. But you know what? 
uh, as they usually say in athletics, that uh, it's a, a pick-up season, you know? Mm. Maybe uh, it's a blessing in disguise that we're picking up now in the in the knockout phase um, so that we can be able uh, to get stronger as we get closer to the finishing line. Stuart Baxter is not off the line just yet. A uh, lot of people still gunning for the uh, head coach of Bafana Bafana, the 65-year-old Scotman. Uh, he is not off the hook just yet. And does he feel the pressure coming into this game just as much as we are applying it back home in terms of the scrutiny that uh, we've shown towards him in the, in the lead-up to the last 16 game? Well, time will tell. Uh, time will tell. Uh, I think for now... We can just concentrate uh, on, on on this competition and how we're doing so far, and uh, and try and see how far we can go mm. in this competition. Personally, um, I had prediction of it is reaching the quarterfinal mm. uh, in this tournament, and now that uh, we're in the quarterfinal at some stage, it, it <laughs> didn't look like it was going to be possible. We needed favors uh, from from other teams, mm. you know. Mm. Um, so, but now it looks like it's possible, you know. Uh, also, the football that we were playing in the earlier stages of the competition was not good at all. Mm-hmm. You know, because I always believe that uh, when you come to a competition like this, at least you need, you need to see the identity of the football um, in the country. Yeah. But whilst maintaining a good um, um, tactical uh, organization as well, mm-hmm. you know. But but look on the future of the coach. I think there have also been indications, both from his side. And also um, the the FA that uh, <laughs> you can see that uh, mm. there's a tussle there and there, you know. Um, if you look maybe at the comments of the president um, on the future and what type of a coach we need, mm. especially as we build, to you know, I've just seen I've just seen um, the requirements. Uh, going to the next World Cup qualifiers. Yep. There is going to be very tough. You know, there's mm. going to be very tough. And here for for a country that is for a country that is uh coming back from two under twenty World Cups in the last four years, mm. uh Olympic Games of the under twenty threes and and also the under seventeen World Cup as well, to come to this tournament with a second oldest squad in the tournament. Not acceptable. Let me tell you something. You've got Nigeria. Nigeria has got Chikwese. Chikwese was part of the Under-17 World Cup, where we had the same players mm. who are in our Under-20 team and Under-23 currently. And he will also qualify for Nigeria's Under-23. Mm. Mm. You have someone like Victor Osimian. He was a top goal scorer in that Under-17 World Cup and has featured for the Under-20 as well. You know. Mm. And then you have more youthful players like your Iwobi. Uh, you have your Kalu. Um, you have you, you can mention all these points mm-hmm. uh, why in this team. So we need we need to to see a vision like that. Mm. But as to what the future holds for us, I think it's clear that uh, there could be something happening after the tournament mm. uh, between the two parties. But for now, let's concentrate on tonight's game. Yeah, Vilili, you you predicted. Uh, correctly that uh, Bafana Bafana will reach the quarterfinals. Is it a moving target for you or can you see a prediction of them going any further? No, look, <laughs> uh, at this stage at this stage anything is possible. Yeah. And uh, we're playing again I would say we're playing against a team that 
I still maintain that it's beatable. Um, in fact, the last time, we've never beaten Nigeria at the AFCON finals. Mm. And tonight is our first chance mm. um, to, to, to do that, you know. So I think the semifinals, uh, for me, if everything goes okay for us, the semifinals uh, are within reach. Mm. It, it's, it's just the semifinal where I think things could get tougher, especially if a team like um, Algeria goes past Cote yeah. d'Ivoire tomorrow. Yeah. Because that Algerian team, oh, the mm. tempo, mm. you know, they, they, they play with the same tempo from the first whistle to the last. Mm. So uh, it's a team that you really have to watch. And unlike uh, other players who come from the big leagues, Mahrez has, been, has looked very good um, in, in this tournament for for the Algerians. So it would be nice. It would be nice um, to to make it to, to the semifinals. And I, I know that the boys... Uh, they, they they see themselves um, doing something special yeah. um, in, in this tournament. These boys wanted to to showcase what they can offer at this stage, and, and I'm happy mm-hmm. you, because you see, our last game against Egypt, it was about showcasing the best of um, African leagues because Egypt came to the tournament with 15 local based players, and we came with 17. Uh, players who are playing at home in, in, in the PSL. So that tells you that the majority of the players who are on the field are players who are playing in the Champions League, in the CAF concert, or who are playing here at home. So it, it's important for our boys to also market themselves uh, to, to European clubs. I can guarantee you that in this current team, about two or three players already, they are quite, getting good approaches from abroad. And I think that's also one of the things that we need. That I'm not saying let's continue to have a local domestic squad, but it's also good when we've seen players like Tesetao, Bongani Zungu, Kiken uh, Dodi getting the offers from overseas, not because they just went straight there or they uh, they went straight from the academy, but because they were seen playing um, in, in, the, in the domestic competitions and also in the continental competitions, like we've seen now with Munetsi, uh, you know? Mm-hmm. Valile, I'm going to leave it right there. Listen, go out there and enjoy the game this evening and hopefully you'll be reporting good news tomorrow. Look, uh, like I, I've been saying to colleagues today, I'm cautiously optimistic about <laughs> tonight. Um, I think we can do something um, against uh, this Nigerian side. Um, I'm excited because I saw, I saw a different lot at training uh, on Monday. At, to the lodge I had seen at the other training last week, and and that that is the confidence that I, that I, that I'm looking for. You know, when you see a player constantly having having shots on target at, at training like that, and going for the goal at training, I know it's just training session, but it's the kind of confidence that you you want one to take um, in, into a game. And after what he did in front of 75,000 spectators mm. this past weekend. It will be a near empty stadium tonight, mm. so we want to see a good response um, from, 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 from these boys. I mean, we spoke to Motiba, who was also talking positively about this boy's introduction, because he talks about having the support, mm. Mm. you know, because because I, I don't understand this thing that people now all of a sudden they think that Motiba is not a good, not a good player. I can tell you one thing, uh, Owen, this boy is going to lead our attack mm. for the next five to ten years. 
I call him the principal. This yeah. just the way he dresses and the the way he commands himself on the field. But thank you so much, <laughs> Vililia Miandu, uh, reporting all the way from Cairo live for us, uh, SABC Sport journalist. Thank you so much for your time this evening. Thank you. Thank you, Mark. There we go, Valilia Miandu, all the way from Cairo. Well, you've sent your voice messages. Time for us to play them out because you want to leave those positive messages for Bafana Bafana ahead of tonight's game against Nigeria. Hey, Owen. Minangiti Bafana Bafana Ngabe Woyo Jalani Pola Sesfigile Nigeria Ngegeni Sesfigile Sisoni Shaya Owen. We'll beat Nigeria tonight. We will beat them. Let's go, Loch. Let's go, Loch. Loch is there. We'll beat them. Let's go, Bafana Bafana. Chemicals, Loch. Pesitao. Chopokekana. We'll beat them, Bafana. Let's go. Evening, Owen. Today, it's Operation Silence Hillbrook. So, for Bafana, will it be 670 loading or will it be 920 loading for Nigeria? We wait and see.